0: Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week, we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hi everyone, and welcome back to Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart. Now, I know we're all getting ready for the festive season. We're winding down from work. We're looking forward to that relaxed time to see friends and family. We're getting our presents together, but I also wanna encourage you to take some time for yourself. Don't forget you in this whole season. This week, I want to talk about body positivity, what it was to me when I was growing up, how I fitted in or didn't fit in, what steps I took to understand my body differently and body shaming that I experienced during my times as a younger woman. Growing up, I was the youngest of three daughters. We all had very different physiques. We all had different ways of dressing, different ways of expressing themselves. Now with there being a gap from nine years to 12 years between myself and the nearest sister to me, we were all at different stages of our womanhood. I was in my early teens while they were in their 20s. So this gave me a very advanced look at what womanhood was. My sisters were curvaceous, they were full of figure, they were expressive in their hair and their bodies, their style of dressing. While I was like the little, not ugly duckling, but the slower one out of the three. With the age gap, I would have been. I was going through puberty, they were in their flourishing womanhood stage. And I would always wonder, will I ever be as full and beautiful as my sisters would? would? I remain this skinny, flat-chested, flat-bumpered sister? With a lot of my friends, I felt that I had to do things to be more mature, more womanly, because it definitely didn't show up in my body. Most of my friends were able to wear the V-necks and the mini skirts, because they had the curvaceousness, they had the fuller figure that didn't work for me. I had the skinny legs with the skinny ankles. I didn't have those curvaceous legs that went all the way down nice and tapered. <laughs> nope, not me. I just had the straight kind of twig-lit legs. I also called myself the golf club because that's how I felt my legs were. No shape at all and just my big shoes at the bottom. And I'm only a size five, but that was the imagery that I had in my head about myself and I didn't have any friends around me who looked like me in that era who could I relate to to compare myself to no one in my family my friends were like I said more curvaceous than me it was just little skinny male in my eyes my puberty experience was very different to my sisters. they had no way of being able to relate because there was such a huge gap. They could not understand what it was like being my age. They just arrived in their 20s. They didn't go through anything, I thought. So therefore, my experience seemed so unique and so new. Of course, I was going through it. Being the skinny one of all my friends, I constantly felt as if I didn't fit in. My body did not represent the females that I was around. I couldn't relate to the experiences of periods and cramps because my body wasn't going through the same things as my friend. I just felt that I didn't fit in. When it came to style of dressing, expression, I didn't do any of that. My friends would wear the tighter tops, the v-necks with the cleavage, the mini skirts with the bumper. Not me i probably wear leggings. And when I did wear leggings, they were saggy anyway. I didn't have the chest for the tight tops. It just didn't look good on me. The way that majority of my friends dressed, Mel did not have the physique for it. And it was quite disheartening, I'll be honest. It wasn't the best time. Like most teenagers, puberty makes you feel that you're misunderstood. Nobody can relate to you. Things are different now in the sense there's more visuals to relate to and compare to. When I was growing up, there were very few people that I could see who resembled me. My complexion being a dark-skinned woman, my physique being so slim. It just seemed like no one gets it. Everyone's all right but me. Then I remember watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mentioned this program a lot, so bear with me. It was very influential. (laughs) Aunt Viv. The first Aunt Viv was dark skinned very slim, very beautiful, I loved her. I particularly remember the episode when Aunt Viv went into a dance studio. She hadn't been in there for a while. I loved dancing. It was one of my favorite pastimes and passions. When I saw her doing it and doing it so well, with such grace and elegance in her pink ballerina outfit and her ballet shoes, excellent the choreography the way she just handled that class like a complete pro then she gave it everything after she finished annihilating everybody she came out and then she just dropped to the floor you absolutely rule aunt viv that was really important for me to see that at that time in my life because it was a very popular show everybody talked about it at school the next day i felt included i felt seen she was celebrated somebody who looked like me was on television and celebrated by the masses within my community. I was elated. That gave me a newfound love, respect, and appreciation for my body. It was still a journey. However, it just gave me that new zest in myself to be more open, more confident with who I was. And my, did I start to explore. With that came a newfound excitement of how I would show up, the way I would dress. Okay, I didn't wear mini skirts because that wasn't my thing, but I found other ways to wear dresses and skirts and wear tops. Just started to play with the idea of who I was, and it was an amazing experience to embark upon. As I said before, dancing was one of my passions. As well as that, I began to love working out. Just moving my body gave me such a buzz it invigorated me i started going to the gym with my sister it gave me more than just a physical benefit it gave me an emotional benefit It gave me a spiritual benefit my energy just felt like nothing else could actually beat when i worked out over the years when i began training working in the gyms i started to get quite a lot of negative comments why was i coming to the gym why was i working out so much Was I trying to make people feel bad about themselves showing off that I was small and coming here, doing all the activities? That was not my intention at all. I remember having these conversations with women saying, had I been of a fuller figure, there would have been no question about me coming to the gym or working out. It wouldn't have been an issue because just by looking at my physique, the assumption would be made, I'm coming to change my body, I'm coming to do something different for myself. But because I was slimmer and I was taking care of myself and I was making that commitment and doing it consistently, it was noted as being a problem. Also, it wasn't about me. I was doing it to negatively impact other people and that was never the case. I love working out. I love being around people to work out. It's just my thing. We're in an era of body positivity across the board. And I think everybody should absolutely celebrate their body Be happy with who you are and express yourself as you see fit. I do feel that should go for all shapes and sizes of women. Whether you're a smaller woman or a larger woman, as long as you are happy with your body and are doing what you need to and how you feel you should treat yourself, it's no one's business. My concern was because body positivity is spoken about for fuller figure women, as they've had potentially more negative feedback in the media and the expression about it being unhealthy, a lot of, like I said, negative associations with it. It's being more promoted in a positive way now. And like I said, that's fine for all individuals, but each individual should be able to have equal positive representation for themselves as well. A time in my life when my body got to one of its fuller stages was when I was pregnant with the boys. My family, my sisters and my mum would tell you, I've always yearned for the chest and the cleavage. I've always said, if I was blessed with the cleavage, like my sisters or my mum, it would be a wrap. I'd be fully out of my cleavage and nothing would stop me. It would be all about the bad boys, as I called them. When I had the boys, my first thing to grow on my body and to change was my... Breasts, my goodness! Happy days. I was here, the necks out, scoop necks here for it. <laughs> With the body changing, as much as I loved having fuller chests, my body couldn't take it. The downsides for me was that I couldn't manage it. My frame could not take having such a full chest. Once the boys had finished milking me like a cow, my chest size reduced back to normal. In that moment, I realised my body was designed the way it was meant to be. My only commitment should be to taking care of it and enjoying it. So I just want to remind people that we are perfectly made. I believe our mission is to respect our body and just absolutely enjoy it to the maximum. There is always going to be an opinion from somebody somewhere about a woman's shape, regardless it's for each individual woman to have an understanding of their body and be proud of their body as they see it. For me, I gained a better love for my body when I realised that my body is just my body. It's nobody else's, it's just Mel's. I had to learn to not compare myself to anybody else. I had to make sure that I took care of myself, giving my body what it needed. I basically had to work with what I had. If I didn't like what I saw, I had to change it and that was up to me. It began by recognizing that I loved the skin that I was in and I was gonna celebrate it and be grateful for it. When you look at the bigger picture, we all have to take ownership of who we are, our own happiness, and our own self-validation. It starts with you. So this week, I want each woman to look at yourself. Look in the mirror in all your entirety And see if you like what you see. Are you treating yourself the best possible way? Now be honest with yourself, because no one's going to be there but you. Be honest. What could be holding you back? What's standing in your way? Secondly, what is a way to improve yourself? Do you need help? Do you need support? Look at the things that you could do differently to achieve a different result. You know the saying, if you keep doing the same things, you're going to keep getting the same results. So I challenge you, what could you do differently? And thirdly, are you being kind to yourself? Are you forgiving? Now we are happy, probably much quicker at being forgiven to others. But I'm asking you to turn that forgiveness and kindness to yourself. It is important to be kind, but equally, as important to be consistent. Yes, things happen. They happen to everybody. That doesn't mean you stop. doesn't mean you quit on yourself. You deserve the very best. If there's a reason why something hasn't happened, you haven't seen the results that you want, that's okay. Get up, try again. Now, if you know the Aaliyah song, if at first you don't succeed, I'm not going to start singing, but you know where I'm going with this. Try again just be consistent. If you want to find out more about what I do, then go on my website, www.gardenofself.co.uk, where you see our natural herbal infused organic products for the skin and the body. I also do one-to-one consultations to create self-care regimes for individuals who want to create a better understanding for themselves and how we can look at getting the best program for you. Thank you for your time today. Great talking with you. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardner Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.